Hello and good evening and welcome to the Air on Air podcast where today I am joined by the lovely Neve Wren. So Neve, would you like to give a little bit of an introduction to yourself and where you're from in the country? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I'm Neve. I'm Ashley's housemate <laughs> and I'm from County Limerick. Lovely. And what brings you up to Dublin? Um, well, I originally moved to Dublin three years ago to go to college. So I've been studying in Trinity, I'm doing psychology, and yeah, I plan on staying here for the foreseeable future. <laughs> very, very nice. And currently, we are recording currently in our sitting room, Yeah. Our lovely, lovely sitting room. We're currently quarantined. As we love it. Uh, COVID-19 <laughs> breakout. But um, we are here. So whereabouts in Limerick are you from, Neve? Um, so I'm from Newcastle West, which is in West Limerick. It's like the biggest town in County Limerick, but okay. I'm not actually from Newcastle West. I'm from a tiny, tiny little village outside Newcastle West called Strand. Okay. Um, but I always just say I'm from Newcastle West because most people have heard of it. <laughs> so Fair. When you say Limerick, automatically everyone thinks like some very negative stereotypes that yeah. just like are not true anymore at all. Like I remember distinctly when we think about Limerick. Remember that Johnny Depp quote or something like that? It was some book or memoir he wrote. And I was like, we ventured into Stab City. But that's no longer the case for Limerick at all. Wait, Johnny Depp said that about Limerick? I think so, yeah. I think it was Johnny Sorry, Depp. Where was Johnny Depp in Limerick? Oh, I'm going to Google this right now. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure Johnny Depp was one time in Limerick. And I remember oh reading my God. it. Uh, and he referred to it as Stab City. Yeah. Oh my God, how have I not heard about this? Like, it was, he was there with some other actor, Hollywood star Johnny Depp, accused of labelling Limerick. Oh, I, a stab, over Stab City slur. This is what an is article this? by the Irish Independent. So, um, Hollywood star Johnny Depp has been accused of calling Limerick essentially Stab City. He made a passing reference to Limerick while penning forward a book about Jerry Conlon. In the name of the sun, the Jerry Conlon story, in the foreword entitled Upon Thinking of My Long Lost Brother Jerry, the actor recalls a drunken road trip the pair took from Dublin to Kerry in 1991. Stop. It's, this is an article I'm quoting from the Irish Independent. It was published in 2017 and Caroline Crawford is the journalist on that. But yeah. Oh my god, I did not know about that. That is no, gas. he wrote about it. But yeah, and uh, Willie O'D criticised him. Oh stop, Willie O'D, he's so funny. <laughs> he's um, apolog- the apologist from Limerick. I remember that picture of him with the gun. What? <laughs> There's a photo of Willie D with a gun, but he's posing for like a press release photo, stop. and it's just I like I just can't take the man seriously, <laughs> and I genuinely think it's the mustache. This it's is so the funny. If you're unsure what I mean, just Google the photo. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> I'm currently showing Neve the photo. So it's just him with the gun and the barrel of the gun is facing the camera. And he's just smirking and his moustache is, is still in view. And it's, it's quite shocking. That's the iconic thing I've ever seen. Oh, it's, it's literally the one photo that comes to mind when I think. Oh my god. But yeah, no, Limerick definitely has like a negative stereotype. But I suppose whenever I think about Limerick... In my head, Limerick's very much split into two. I feel like the negative stereotype definitely mostly comes from the city. Yeah. Well, I grew up in the countryside and have spent very little time in Limerick City. Like, if you literally yeah. dropped me into the middle of Limerick City, I would not be able to find myself around. No, I but, remember um, even going to UL. UL's a beautiful university mm. and stuff like that. We were like, this is 
was not that bad. It's quite nice. No, it's actually fine. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. So tell me a bit more about uh, Newcastle West or your little uh, village called Strand. Or... Actually, there's some really famous people from Newcastle West. We're oh, not, not okay. Tell us more. So the first one is, so the other movie, Philomena. Yeah. About the woman who, like, her child was taken off her when she was in the mother and child home. And then she wanted this big, like adventure with this British journalist to find her son who like ended up in America she's from Newcastle West mm. um also the poet Michael Hartnett is from Newcastle West he's okay. kind of a relatively well-known Irish poet and then also do you know recently RT did a series on like the kind of unknown women of Irish history mm. and the first episode was on this this woman called Lady Mary Heath who was the first solo pilot to fly from South Africa to London Oh my god. Yeah, she she's born just outside Newcastle West. I think was it Knockaderry or something? Yeah, she was born in Knockaderry, which is like just outside Newcastle West. Yeah, some like really cool people have come from Newcastle West. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's like the biggest town in Limerick, lots of shops. <laughs> and then like the village I'm from, like literally all we have is a pub. Um so kind of going on to sport in your county and sport, mm-hmm. would you say your county's more of a hurling county or a GA county or do you care very little about that? See, I'm quite biased in that I come from a rugby family. Oh, okay. And okay. I've never watched a full match of GA in my life. It's just, I'm probably going to be like scalded for that now, but I literally could not tell you a rule of GA at all. I know that we we ended up in the Ireland hurling final. We won the final in 2018. Like, I'm not a very sporty person in general, but my family are mad into rugby and like, Thoman Park is in Limerick City, obviously. Mm. So Limerick is kind of like the hub of Munster rugby. Mm. Um, so yeah, I would say it's like fairly well known for sport, um, but it's also like really, really well known for like arts and culture and stuff like that. We've an uh, art college in Limerick and we have loads of like art festivals and poetry festivals and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot more to it than you'd actually think. Yeah. Do you know? And uh, what would you say would be the top attractions in Limerick County to visit? If you were a tourist um, kind of coming from... Either Ireland or outside of Ireland, what would you say would definitely be some hot spots to visit? Well, one spot that's really, really popular with tourists is Adair Village. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of it, you probably have. Yeah, so basically, everyone from Limerick hates it because it's just a traffic jam constantly. But um, it's basically, yeah, this village, it's like in the middle of Newcastle West and Limerick mm-hmm. City. And it has like all these like really old thatched cottages, and there's like a heritage centre and all like really nice restaurants and stuff like that. But it's also where Adair Manor is. So you know J.P. McManus? Yeah. So he's from Limerick. Oh. And he basically built this massive, like, seven-star hotel and golf course in Adair. And it's so bougie. And the Ryder Cup is going to be played there, which is just insane. So, like, all these, like, literally top golf players in the whole world are going to be playing in Adair. It's absolutely mental. Limerick is a way bigger county than I think people realise that there's way more to it. Like most of it is more kind of rural or like mm. kind of countryside-ish in comparison to the city. So like there's loads of walking trails, like loads, like all over the county. There are in the Cast West part of like the Great Southern Trail, mm. which is kind of like a walking trail based on all the old um rail lines, which is really cool. And then we also have like Locker, which I think what is it, like old Celtic houses, what are they called again? <laughs> Do you know what I'm all about? Yeah, I think I know. Oh, a Cranog. Yeah, I think we have one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, oh, this takes me back to like first year secondary school history. Uh, also, have you heard of, you've heard of the Arda Chalice? 
Yes, I think I have in think like that too. First year history. And yeah, so Arda is in Limerick. Arda oh. is actually for my sister's boyfriend is from. So I'm very biased towards West Limerick because I actually don't have a clue what goes on in East Limerick. But yeah, sure. you're like, it exists. It's there. I it's don't know there. anyone from East Limerick. I just think it's a city when I think of Limerick automatically as opposed to the county. Yeah, that? like whenever I tell people I'm from Limerick, they automatically assume I'm from the city. Mm. And I always have to say, oh no, I'm from Limerick County. And their second comment is always, you don't have a Limerick accent, which literally every single person says it to me. Yeah, because uh, also I remember you were saying, because I, I automatically assume the Limerick accent to be associated with the rubber bandits. Yeah. But that's not, you were no. saying, you were criticising, their accent is not, like, That's, like, a, a really exaggerated Limerick City accent. Like, they don't actually yeah. sound like that in real life. No. Oh, I know. Like, yeah. it's very possible as well. But, yeah, very, yeah. very exaggerated. What's interesting about Limerick is, like, so obviously it borders a lot of other mm. counties. So, like, kind of more south Limerick, the accent kind of blends into a Cork accent. And then, obviously, the further west you go, it blends into a Kerry accent. Mm. Like... It's quite because it's quite a large county, like you know. So there isn't like one Limerick accent, but yeah, people generally just think of the rubber bandits. And do Limerick people say the word "gal"? I mean, used to. <laughs> okay, so you wouldn't say. I I never say "gal." Okay. No. Is there any kind of slang words that you would use? I mean, yurt used to be big. Yurt. Yurt. Yeah, like yurt okay. is in like yup. Yup. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, that used to be big. What else? Bjor. Bjor. I think that's kind of a nationwide word. Yeah. Bjor, if anyone's listening but doesn't know what it means, Bjor just means beautiful person. Yeah, well, well, we always yeah. use it to refer to girls. Yeah, oh, she's an absolute Bjor. Yeah. Like, she is stunning. So, uh, like... Fien. What does... I've never heard that word before. Fien. It can either mean, like... Like, people don't really use it. You yeah. can't use it if you're just, like, messing. It can either mean, like, a fella or, like, a fool. Okay. I don't know. See, the thing is, like, I am hardly ever in Limerick anymore. So, I've, and as well, like, I feel like all the slang is most definitely used by younger people. Like, come on, I'm like, yeah. sound so old. I'm literally, I'm literally 22. Like, the youths of the county. The youths of the county, yeah. You see a little 16 Not down with the young kids. <laughs> I'm not down with the kids, okay? Sorry. Do you feel like you have explored your county enough, or would you like to explore Limerick a bit more in the future? I mean, like, I think it's always the case, like, it's kind of a universal experience that wherever you grow up, like you tend not to explore it because you kind of just accept it at a face value. But like when I was like doing like my research for, for the podcast, like I was like, oh my God, there's actually like way more to Limerick than I give it credit. So now I think I have my own kind of like internal bias towards Limerick. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely want to check it out some more. But then again, I think it's just one of those things where I'm just so used to it that like it would never even occur to me to like, go and go to these events and like do these walking trails and stuff like that but i definitely would like to there's a really interesting walking tour oh my god like limerick (laughs) yeah you could do an angela's ashes walking tour (laughs) like angela's ashes oh my god that's hilarious oh can you please say who you thought that was written by so we had this discussion earlier and i just asked angela's ashes i know that sounds familiar and i asked neve is that a book written by Maeve Finch? <laughs> oh my god, that was literally the best so, thing you've ever said. Yeah, but please clarify who Angela's ra- ashes is. It's based by. on Frank McCourt's memoir of his childhood in 1930s Limerick. 
and definitely not a novel written by the <laughs> baby. I've like, never, I've like, I've never read it. I've never seen it. I don't know what, like what happens. I just know it's really sad. Isn't there a movie made about it? Yeah, it was on Netflix for a while. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking. I definitely scrolled past it before. Yeah. I definitely decided. I just know it's meant to be like really depressing, but I couldn't oh. tell you what happens in it. To be honest. Well, that's pretty cool. That's really random yeah. as well. It's like, you know, those random facts like, you know, mm. Donegal, well done, Loki used to have the Daniel O'Donnell Museum. Stop. Yeah, they closed it recently though. But they have like, that's yeah. Weird. He's still alive. That's weird. Yeah, they have a museum. He's very, very popular. But, um, is there any big musicians or anything like that from your county? Apart from the rubber bandits. Mm-hmm. The Cranberries. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, Cranberries. Um... Yeah, other than that, I can't think of anyone. Yeah, but the cranberries were massive, especially oh God, in the 1990s. Yeah, absolutely massive. And if you go on a night out in anywhere in Ireland, there's nearly guaranteed that someone somewhere will play a zombie or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like there's definitely more, but they'd be like the main ones, I think. Any other interesting celebrity connections to Limerick? So this is what I actually found during my research. I'm going to read it because I know that's yeah. it out, but I heard this. I was like, oh my God, that's actually so cool. So... <laughs> Former US President John F. Kennedy's great grandfather Thomas Fitzgerald, the man who gave them the F in their name, hails from the town of Brough in East Limerick. Oh! So John F. Kennedy's from Limerick. Lovely. Which is absolutely mental. Um, also, the fellow who played the first Dumbledore, Richard Harris, he's from Limerick. And also, this is like such a random one. Uh, the University of Limerick has the longest footbridge in Ireland and one of the longest footbridges in Europe. It's called the Living Bridge. Oh my god, definitely yeah. venture down there. Yeah, apparently it's called the Living Bridge because apparently when you're walking it, it feels like it's moving, but I've never experienced that. Okay. So yeah. like, that's fake news. <laughs> Just like false claims. Honestly. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, they're like some really random facts about Limerick. That, and also, you know Ruth Nega, the actress? Yes. She was in Loving, I think it was the movie. Yeah. And she was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, she's from Limerick. Because I remember, was she in Love Hate or something as well? No. She could have been. She was definitely in some big Irish TV show or something like that at one stage as well. But I remember her being interviewed a couple of times. But that's so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Well, apart from John F. Kennedy, is there any other his- interesting historical connections or anything like that? It's mostly like medieval kind of stuff, but yeah, the John F. Kennedy one like blew my mind though. I yeah. not, I didn't know. I can't believe I didn't know that before. That is really really cool, especially yeah. linked to the U.S. president. Yeah, that is really really cool. Mm-hmm. Did he visit Ireland? Yeah, he did. He did visit Ireland because I distinctly remember this because I know this from Dairy Girls. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> the uh, Granddad Joe's brother? And he was just like, he met John F. Kennedy. Stuff. And uh, you didn't see that episode. I haven't seen the second season. I need to catch up. Anyway, yeah, for anyone watching Dairy Girls, that is one thing. And they talk about US presidents they have seen. And John F. Kennedy was one of them because he has visited Ireland. And I think as well as that, he visited County Wexford because he had relatives from there as well. I wonder if he visited Limerick. Yeah, I Oh my god, I might Google it. Sure, if his great grandfather was from Limerick, like. I'd be interested to see if he had. Yeah, he did. Unreal. Yeah. He was given the freedom of the city as well. Unreal. And he was brought to Brough where his, um, where his great grandfather's from. God, I can't believe I'm learning a lot tonight, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, do this podcast. Yeah. I'm all the pictures of it and all. 
This is very, very interesting. Mm. And um, with regards to pubs and nightlife, where would you recommend if someone was like visiting Limerick? Um, <laughs> well, I've actually only ever gone out in Limerick City once, and that was the day I finished my leaving cert. <laughs> but like, obviously, I have a few friends who like yeah. go to UL and Mary and stuff, and Angel Lane. Oh God, I hope that's the name of the nightclub. Is like the big nightclub in Limerick. Mm. There's a couple of different ones. Um, also, the Stables Bar in UL is like a staple. But there's the new rule now that you can only go in if you're like actually a US student. Oh. Yeah, like you have to show your ID and all. Yeah. And where would you say like around your end of Limerick would be definitely a decent point or a nice place to drink? Um, there used to be a nightclub in Newcastle West called Club Mission and it was brilliant. Like they played the cheesiest music, like people from neighbours would come and do guest appearances. Like it was that kind of nightclub. But it was brilliant, but it shut down. I actually have, like, I've never recovered. Like, I miss it so much. But um, other than that, like, there is another nightclub, but, like, it's kind of one of those nightclubs that, like, kind of just open seasonally. Yeah, you're just, like, it'll be open around Christmas or big yeah. times when everyone's home. Yeah, and then there's, like, it's so funny. There's a classic divide of, like, young people pubs and old people pubs in the Castle West. Like, Cronin's now. Is, and then, like, Whelan's would be, like, the main spot people go to... I can't really vouch for anywhere else in Limerick, to be honest. But what is good crack to do, like, around my end of the county, um, a lot of people would do, like, pub crawls, but, like, they'd hire a bus and, like, go to, like, all the little, like, villages yeah. and stop off and, like, do, like, a pub in each village, which is unreal crack. Dangerous, but unreal crack. What would you say you'd miss most about your county when you're in Dublin? Honestly, <laughs> the peace and quiet. <laughs> like... Where I live, like, uh, like I, I said I lived in, like, a little village, but truth be told, I live on, like, on top of a hill beside the village. Like, that's how remote my house is. Mm. So, like, literally, sometimes if I come home and it's been, like, a really stressful week or something like that, I'll literally, like, just go out to the back garden and just, like, breathe in the fresh air and, like, just listen to, like, nothing. Mm. And just, like, silence. And I love it so much. And I just love how, like, it's green everywhere. Like, what I really like is that if I go into town, like, I recognise everyone. Like, I might know everyone's name or anything like that, but, like, you just, it's just nice feeling, like, you know everyone. Whereas, like, in Limerick, sorry, in Dublin, you could definitely get that feeling of, like, walking down a con street and, like, feeling completely just lost in a crowd, do you know what I mean? Whereas if you go home, it's just so nice, it's kind of like that sense of, like, old comfort. As well, I just love going home and being surrounded by Limerick accents, because, like, when I go home, the accent jumps out of me. Would you say your accent changes when you go home? Oh, 100%. Like, it definitely, like, jumps out of me. 100%. Mostly because when I first moved up to Dublin, and then I used to be, like, going home on the weekends, my parents, not necessarily my parents, but my sister would be like, oh, my God, you have a Dublin accent. Like, who do you think you are? So now I think I make, like, a real conscious effort to, like, really emphasise the Limerick accent when I go home. <laughs> do you find when you go home as well, people are like, Jesus, look, Dublin person, like... Oh, I mean, when well, I first moved up, yeah. kinda. Like, people were like, oh, hey, people just assumed I was going to UL. And yeah. I'd be like, no, no, I'm studying up in Dublin. And, like, I'd never say I was going to Trinity, because even then they'd be like, oh, even more in Oceans. I'd just yeah. be like, oh, Dublin. Yeah, not so much anymore. I think, like, like I said, I've been up here like three years. Mm. And, like, I work here, I go to college here, like, most of my friends are up here. That's really good. And mm. then, I, I, I suppose, as a fellow culture, I do find that sometimes people are like, Oh, look at you up in Dublin, like, la vida. Yeah. Or, like, if you, to, to order anything different at home, they're like, I remember when I first came back home and I started drinking oat milk, people are like, 
Stop. And my granny knows green tea. Um, I've been drinking green tea since like well before leaving search, but mm-hmm. my granny only really noticed when I went up to Dublin. But now my brother has went to Sligo, completely at the end of the country, and he also drinks green tea. So now granny has bought green tea for us whenever we go down. Stop. Yeah. Influenced. <laughs> so now she's just like, I know you're full of notions, but I'm still gonna buy it for you. And I'm like, mm. cheers, Gran. No, I've never really gotten that. I don't think. Mm. Also, I think it's getting way more common to go up to Dublin. Like, I know when I did my leaving search, out of, I think it was like 60 in my year, five of us went to Dublin. Okay, And like, it's getting way more common now, like. And uh, what would you say would be the favourite thing about your county? Favourite thing about Limerick overall? That's going to be so cheesy, but like, just like the people. Yeah. Like, Limerick people are very kind of straight to the point. Like, they don't beat around the bush at all. Like, you'll never, I, I think, the truest statement I've ever heard is, like, you'll never really walk away from a conversation with a person kind of, like, wondering what they meant. <laughs> like, we're just not like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just, I like to even like the kind of sense of community and, like, the smaller towns and villages and stuff like that. Yeah, I also think Limerick people are very good at taking a joke. Sometimes people in Dublin can be a bit sensitive. <laughs> what does Limerick overall mean to you? I know this sounds so cheesy on this question. Yeah. It's like, but what does your county mean to you overall? Is it like... Yeah, I think it's just, yeah, that sense of home. Yeah. Um, Like, I definitely say I feel like I have two homes now. I mm. feel very much at home in Limerick and very much at home in Dublin. But obviously it's very different when you go home to your family. Yeah. And you're kind of like wrapped up in giving tea by your mom and all that. Like, nothing really ever beats that. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I think that's what it means to me. That's really nice. And that would conclude our podcast for this week. And I hope that you have all enjoyed this podcast. Um, Please like and share. And uh, we hope to be back very soon with a new podcast on a new county. Thank you. Bye.